shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a bot that does not exist. All right, everyone, welcome to uh, Kit Car, our Night Rider podcast, uh, where every week we just talk about Joey Badass and how much he loves Night Rider. And David Hasselhoff, clearly. And David Hasselhoff. Uh, but really, welcome to Bonsoir Elliot, our Mr. Robot podcast. Uh, this is where each week we break down the episode of Mr. Robot and we talk about it. And uh, this is a spoiler zone podcast, so if you haven't seen the episode, uh, you should go do that and then come back. This is season three, episode eight, right? Seven. 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 Bring, yeah. Bring tissue. Well, yeah. It's episode seven because they do zero based numbering. Yeah. Episode seven. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, if you haven't watched it yet, <clears throat> take tissues with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so obviously the Knight Rider thing, that was a, that was a reference to Joey Badass is, uh, he's got a lot of opinions. I feel like Joey Badass could be a co-host on this show. Yeah, I I would love to see like an after show hosted by Irving and and Leon. (laughs) 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 I think that would be really good where he's just like, you know, I really needed something to cleanse the palate after watching Mr. Robot. So here's a Girls Gone Wild. Uh, What's I his real him. name? Leon, right? Leon. It's Leon. Leon is Leon. the character's yeah. name. Uh, act, yeah. The rap rapper who plays him is Joey Badass. Yeah. Um, I've kind of come to think that anytime he shows up, someone's gonna die. Yeah. 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 I. Which is unfortunate uh, because, like, I mean, obviously we should. We're not going chronologically here, so it's just yeah. And this is the, the spoiler the podcast, thing. so. You- you yeah. can spoil whatever you want. Yeah, the whole thing's just kind of sad. I, I wanted Trenton and Mobley to have some kind of reverse like uh role in the whole five nine hack where like yeah. they would be part of the team to kind of fight against White Rose. And really they were just uh they were fall guys, so to speak. Which and- is crazy because I actually didn't at no point did I think Trenton and Mobley would be the fall people like no no I, I didn't see that coming at all so that was like good job sam Esmail. yeah it's because you got me so worried about fucking time travel that i didn't have time to like put the pieces together yeah i mean angela literally found the rewind button <laughs> like that whole scene se- i so- feel bad about this episode because everyone had like a fucking mental breakdown of some sort like Elliot's yeah. losing his shit. Mr. Robot's losing his shit. Krista's losing her shit. Darlene's losing her shit. Angela's clearly lost her fucking mind. Um like Price. Watch it. Price The only one who the only one White who's Rose. still like okay is White Rose. Like, yeah. Um Irving didn't really either. But yeah. like a lot of like the core cast, like they were having some crisis, clearly. And like watching yeah. watching uh Mobley like beg to not be killed was brutal yeah yeah um so i i think i can tell this now listeners um might remember a couple weeks ago i said that i had seen 
two like synopses of two episodes coming up and the second one the <laughs> the synopsis which Sam Esmail is just like trolling us the the synopsis that I didn't want to say on air and that was that had me nervous was Angela presses rewind that was the synopsis literally presses rewind and like <laughs> like touche touche Sam Esmail they're all fine. They're all fine. Um, like this. This is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like man. that was well played. That was well played. Uh, you got me. But also, if you do time travel, I'm going to be really upset. I he doesn't really listen to this show, but I can. I'm. I'm just going to put that out into the ether. I, I don't want it to be time travel, unless the whole thing ends up being a joke and like. Doc shows up with Marty and they're like very baffled about what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, everybody, everybody's fucking lost it. Um, you know, Leon kills, uh, Trenton and Mobley's like, or I assume Room. that they're all living in that house, right? Is that, that was a roommate. Yeah. Cause remember yeah. before in the bumper to season two, they were like, she was talking about their shitty roommate. Yeah. And how yeah. he was kind of like creeping on her. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, the funny thing is, if they had listened to uh, Trenton and she had just undone Mobley's restraints, do you think they could have just driven away without wrecking? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because like she had said she never drove before. That was like, Honest to God, like, uh, I don't know if you've ever taught anyone yeah, they to were drive, gonna... but like I taught someone to drive in my, <laughs> I'm going to date myself here. A few episodes back, there was a, a clip where Irving was talking to one of the guys from the Dark Army and he said, how's that Pontiac treating you? And then they do a shot of a Pontiac Fiero. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, had, I, had a, I had a Pontiac Fiero and I was trying to teach a friend how to drive and like the, the Fiero I had had no power steering. And uh, dude didn't have any kind of like upper body strength, so he couldn't turn the car very well. <laughs> and he just like floors it in first gear, and we almost like completely wreck into a telephone pole in this parking lot, wide open parking lot. And he just veers towards the only telephone pole. And it oh felt my gosh! Like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. As soon as as soon as she's like, I've never I've lived in the city. I didn't have to drive. I was like, don't. And he's like, no, you get up there and you're going to have to do it now. And I'm just like, uh, this is not going to end This well. is a bad idea. <laughs> this is a real bad idea. Yeah. And they could have gotten away. Like, like, which is like Mobley's whole thing. I yeah. feel like he, he always has bad ideas. He's just. I mean, flawed. not anymore, but. Yeah. I'm sad. <sighs> yeah. I really, I liked them as characters. I, I like Trenton more than Mobley, but um, I really thought like her character arc was kind of interesting. Yeah, more, yeah. Yeah, she had so, more reason to do it than him. He just seemed like he was just kind of in for it and she did it because she wanted to see actual good change come out of it. Right, yeah. And so, obviously they got more than they bargained for in a lot of ways. Yeah. So Leon takes them out and then they they have to bury their roommate that he killed. And right. you know, um and then they they wreck that car. And then, you know, meanwhile, uh, Tyrell is at the FBI, basically fulfilling his role. Um, 
acting like he was held under duress or or held under yeah. which you know. I mean Trent and Mobley like does anyone like like I mean obviously the FBI director is in on it Santiago yeah yeah but like no like no offense to them but I feel like they couldn't overpower <laughs> Tyrell. Like Tyrell just seems like he's too. He's I mean, just, after all like, this chopping for months, you yeah, think I know, right? Have some he's, he's lumberjacking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I mean, and then Tyrell fucking loses it whenever the guy tells him about his wife and his son yeah, being dude, in foster care. In, and he's like, oh, it's only got in, a 20% like abuse rate. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. This entire episode was fucked in the head, man. Um, Ty- Tyrell kills him. That would be that, justice yeah, for storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, that's all we see of Tyrell is when he finds out, and he's like the last scene is kind of like him screaming uh, as the door gets closed. Um, yeah. And then Elliot goes to see Krista. Yeah. And he can't uh he can't tell her what happened. He's he's having a hard time and so he gets locked away and Mr. Robot comes out to to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so Mr. Robot basically confesses to Krista what they've done kind of and then yeah. says like that it's been perverted. Um So that that scene, I don't know, what did you think of that scene? That scene was I thought interesting because Mr. Robot finally opened up to Krista in a way that I don't know. I kind of wasn't expecting, but yeah, like in other scenes, he's typically combating her or judging her intelligence in a way. In this one, it was just, uh, it was more like, Hey, you don't actually believe me, which is, I guess kind of tough because he was actually telling the truth. Well, right. The truth, the truth, according to him, um, so it's kind of tough. Like, I liked it, and I liked that she was rattled because of it. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, at the end of that, at the end of that whole encounter, you know, we kind of already said that everybody's sort of like shook, but she seems to really understand everything that's happened at that point. Like, she seems to get it that uh, Mister Robot caused Five Nine and is now like, uh involved in this in this thing and even to the point where like presumably if she believes everything then she now knows that elliot was at least planning to blow up one building <laughs> and yeah. uh um, i mean the building they were hoping on planning to blow up did and actually blow up so like it all depends on like where you lay that blame i guess right yeah yeah but from her from her perspective though i'm i'm curious as to what she's gonna um, how she's going to proceed because she had a meeting with a lawyer and she said, you know, I gotta, I gotta report him. And he said, you can't, right. I'm wondering if he's what involved the, or if she, no, I'm wondering no. like what the real legal situation would be there. Like it is a TV show. And so, you, you know, sometimes it's just reality a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering what the real legal, <laughs> uh, situation would be there like if she really can't break the confidentiality despite the fact that like 
he said that there was this violent attack and that like there could be another one and like yeah um the next one was obviously the setup for um Trenton and Mobley you know the yeah. air air traffic control hack or whatever right yeah that that was just like I'm assuming that wasn't even a real plan that it was just to like it was just just for show to make it look yeah. like they were you know had Iranian roots and they had the F society mask and little film booth and all that stuff set up right so it, and honest to God like <clears throat> the last three weeks have all felt like they could have been finales of their own right yeah yeah um I mean the the show is definitely picking up pace in a, in a major major way yeah. Which is good. I like yeah. it. I'm still I'm still entertained until the first until the first, you know actual flux capacitor. Break. Yeah. Um, um there's some stuff there that happened though that wasn't so fast paced or immediate. Um you find out they're moving the power plant to the Congo. Yeah. And that so, the e coin stuff was actually finally signed in. Um and then you find out the reason why White Rose went forward with the building destructions and it was because he had to ask price twice. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That the the dynamics there were really good. Like price has clearly just lost everything. And you know, Minister uh Zhang is like, um you know I E Corp will be fine. And then yeah. Price I think finally gets it when he's like E Corp will be fine. But Not I me, won't. But I won't, yeah. All right, um, so what's the over and under now that Tyrell is cleared of murder, cleared of 5-9 charges, presumably, on White Rose installing him as the CEO? Wellick. Oh, uh, man. Now that... <laughs> right? uh, I mean, I don't want to get into... I don't want to get into, theater, into theory territory, but... Um... Maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's uh, a mess. It's a mess. Oh, man. Especially now that you found out that White Rose had uh, the previous CEO whacked. Right? Yeah. Because he said, like, I installed you as CEO. So, like, what's to stop them from doing it again? Like. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy shit. So. Who's all left from the original F Society team? Just Darlene, Elliot, slash Mr. Robot. And that's it, that's right? That's it. That's it. That's all that's left. Because, because Romeo died. Trenton and Mobley are both dead. And and that's it. So just yeah. the two of them. So let's let's talk about Darlene and, and Angela for a second, because Darlene is like at ground zero of Angela's just like complete mental breakdown. <laughs> and Elliot's too, in a sense. And Elliot's. You know, especially um, after what happened in the building, you know, the day before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I like, I kind of didn't know, like we didn't really get any, get much movement out of Darlene this episode. Like she was just kind of there trying to like, well, we don't know where she went either. Yeah. We have no idea where she went. Um, I I would guess she went to maybe try to call the FBI. Maybe. Um, or Elliot or question mark. Yeah, I I have no idea. She said she was going to get her stuff and she did come back with a bag, so. Yeah, I, don't I know. mean, who knows? Um, 
But yeah, Angela's not in a good place. <laughs> no. Yeah, and uh, I kind of wanted to. I mean, oh, and speaking of Angela not being in a white in a good place, White Rose said, "I had to manipulate her because you couldn't to right. to price." So that kind of leads at least a little bit of of weight to the fact that the time travel stuff is probably just bullshit. I really hope it um, is. I mean, I mean, I hope so too. So it's either a lot of people are saying time travel or cloning. Um, especially given that the actress that played young Angela is the same one that interviewed Angela in the previous season. So I don't know. Like it's kind of goofy. Yeah, you would think though that it might just be misdirection, right? I mean, yeah, you would think that Angela would have like picked up on that. I mean, she's losing her <laughs> like, no, I mean, yeah, right now she's losing her mind, but at the point at the time, yeah, she was in pretty good control. You would think that she would like see this girl and be like, "Oh shit, that looks like me when I was a kid, yeah, um I don't know it's uh it's yeah. nuts, so then we so, see uh we also see Dom place white rose on the board and cross the other people off the board. Yeah, and she says you're going to get away with this, aren't you? Yeah. It's funny too. Um somebody pointed out on Reddit whenever I was looking at like the live discussion that like you could see Trenton's date of birth which was like um November 98, which means that when she died she was like 16 or 17 since it's taking place in 2015. Oh wow. That's rough. Like Oh man. That is, that's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, the whole, and then. Yeah. I would have put her kind of like early twenties, mid twenties. Yeah. I would have said, yeah. Like just based on like the character and the mannerisms of the character and like how sure she is of herself. I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of, I kind of thought she'd be older than that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> me too, I guess, but I guess we're like, Esmail also said that like the show was a lot of the time inspired by like what happened online during the Arab Spring and like how young people were kind of organizing and using the internet for it. And I think that's maybe a good analogy for that. But yeah, at the same time, like that, the, there were people that were, you know, they figured out that they were tweeting and, you know, telling people where uh, the forces were during that. And they were, you know, found later and who knows what happened to them, unfortunately. But like, just kind of seems like it, maybe there's another parallel to draw there. Yeah. So do you think Dom suspects that Santiago is part of a cover-up? No, not yet. She kn- she knows something's up, I feel like. Like, she just doesn't know what. Yeah, like, yeah it's, it's not as blatant as... Did you watch Punisher yet? No, not yet. Okay, yeah. Well, there's a character in there. I'm not going to say who, but like keeps thinking that something is off or like people keep telling this character to stop doing something. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think it's at that territory yet, but it's getting close. Okay. So, huh. yeah. Like, uh, I, I definitely got the feeling that like Dom does not agree with Santiago. She definitely thinks something is wrong. Um, I don't know. Maybe she'll, maybe she'll figure it out. Yeah, maybe. So I think that kind of takes us 
The only thing we haven't talked about is Irving. Well, the, uh, the final wrap-up scene where Mr. Robot rolls up to Irving's shop. Yeah. And uh, um, gets clubbed in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, Irving takes him to this party and says, like, you can't, you know, your entire revolution was bought and paid for by those people. Right. You know? And then Mr. Robot says, you're going to, you're going to go in there. And he's like, yeah, there's this, there's this, uh, one of his, one of his, um, what is it? Congressman or Senator that's on the payroll yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. One of his mistresses is, you know, had too much cocaine and <laughs> died in the bathroom. And he's like, you see what I mean? Nothing can stop that party. Not you, not this attack, not, not a dead girl in a bathroom. And, yeah. uh, that's kind of setting the frame, I think, for the rest of for for the next part of the show. Um, I I don't know. Like I felt like, yeah, I, like I kind of felt like that too was uh, to echo back to previous episode and to echo back to um, stuff that other people have said. Like it did kind of feel like, uh, you just got punched in the dick by capitalism. Yeah, I mean, it, this felt like a Breaking Bad episode, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So, I mean, it was... It's pretty good. I liked it. I think it was a good episode. Pretty solid. Um, the music, the piano score that was in the, going on in the background during a lot of the really tense scenes was really, really good. Really solid. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some <laughs> ad-libbed lines, I think. <laughs> Sugar-coated pearl <laughs> semen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, they have definitely upped their fuck budget. <laughs> and apparently they've updated their budget that allows yeah. them to say that. <laughs> How many? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really think you get to make that reference too much per season, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so I get it on Amazon. I'm assuming. I'm assuming it had to. It was on like, live TV because I watched it on my DVR. Uh, um, wow, that's crazy. It wasn't like bleeped or anything? No. <laughs> wow. The the F-bombs aren't even bleeped anymore either. Like, I record that live on there because to watch it on my computer through my subscription, I have to download the Dish app and I'm not, or not the Dish app, the USA app or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's um, yeah, bullshit. And I'm not doing that. So, um, yeah, it kind of sucks. Now, one thing that was interesting is like, you know, normally when they have like the previously on, I don't know. Do you get those on Amazon? No. Okay. Oh, so, no. The previously, yes. Not the, I just don't not get the, the next. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that one this time. So the previously on had Gideon back, right? And it said like, oh, the infected server CS30. We didn't see that brought back up really in this episode, right? Uh, so it I feels don't... like it was brought back up for maybe a lead in for like, maybe that server will be significant. Yeah. Yeah. Like we haven't seen that brought back up in a while. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that's the time travel machine. Maybe now I'm just getting snarky. <laughs> now, now I'm just, uh, well, yeah, I will take, time travel over a walking dead season six uh cliffhanger though yeah yeah 
Um, man, Definitely. anything's better than anything's better than Walking Dead these days. Yeah. I so I had a, I'm, I'm a going to wait for the show to be over and just watch it. Yeah, from- I had a coworker who stopped watching the show halfway through this season, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to get to it." And then he came in one day. He's like, "Look, man." you're right. I can't watch the show. I deleted all the episodes from my DVR <laughs> and I was like, Holy shit, dude. Yeah. I will go back and finish it just because I've been reading the, the comic for, I don't know, so many years now. And like, I kind of know how this storyline ends anyway, if they loosely follow the comic book. So it's like, it's not pressing to me. I'd rather keep up with other shows that I like, like Mr. Robot and the flash. And some other shows, yeah. but yeah. So, all right. I, th- I think that kind of covers most of the, you know, uh, plot movement, right? Yeah, I, I not, think so. Do we want to do our character yeah, rundown? Yeah, we can do character rundown. I was going to say, there's, there weren't a lot of Easter eggs. This was, again, straightforward drama. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. were some, some references, like Leon referenced some other rappers and some lines he used, you know, Biggie Smalls, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, there weren't, there weren't too many. What are you talking about? He's... He's out in like, he's oh, down I just, in Cuba hanging out with. Uh, I, I just hit rewind. I just hit rewind. I just hit rewind. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> it was. All... <laughs> I used uh... to rewind magazines. No. Um. Yeah. Okay. Character rundown. So Elliot. Uh. Interested. I'm like, like I want to see what happens next. Now that Mr. Robot. I think fully grasps the situation and like realizes that everything that he's been planning, he was used. Yeah, he was used. And so I want to see them go full on assault together on the same team. Yeah. That's what like just, just against the dark army and against everything. I want to see them just like all out war or between Mr. Robot and Elliot and everybody. Or Mr. Robot and Elliot just kind of like meld and become one person. And then yeah. go from it. that would be yeah. really, really sick too. Um, like, like they have both kind of at, at one time. I feel um, like, I feel like the season where that happens is going to be like the last, season. the last season or the, or the season before it. And then leads up into like, yeah. Cause that's not necessarily that's real like, into like Dexter territory where, uh, that's another show that can fuck right off. <laughs> well, Hey man, it was fine up until the Trinity killer. The, the show doesn't exist after that, so it's fine. Yeah, you just stop watching it there. You're good. <laughs> yeah. show was amazing up until then. Um, but I f- yeah, I feel like once they meld into one person, it depends, that's got to be the, close it, to the end of the show. Either that or it depends on what odds they're up against, right? They can meld early right. if the odds are bigger, right? That kind of thing. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Angela. Uh, I don't know, man. She's, I either want to see she's her not all there. <laughs> I either want to see her fully break down and like crack and you can see all the cracks or just get killed off the show. Yeah. Cause then, is her, cause is only... her character redeemable to you? Because she was clearly manipulated, right? And that kind of changes your view of <sighs> what you think is a you know, I... effective, I guess, punishment for lack of a, a word. I, seems to be eluding me yeah what would she was, be, what would be good you know punishment for her for what she's done like she i don't know i i think that if like four thousand people didn't die 
it's okay. maybe they're she's be redeemable. Look. Yeah, she needs to press rewind. Um, and they're back. Yeah, and now press back. rewind is going to be the title for this. <laughs> episode of the podcast <laughs> uh, please please be kind rewind that's the title for the episode. um i i don't know man like i kind of i don't she, i don't i don't redeemable? think i want to see her i don't think so like i don't want to see her die but i also don't like i don't think she's redeemable is she the next ceo of e-corp no <laughs> no <laughs> No, there's no way that happened. But like, for how much longer, right? So that's, yeah. I guess, that's the next question. How much longer can she be controlled? I, I don't think she's together enough to be controlled right now. Yeah, like, same, same thing as Elliot, Mister Robot. Like, I don't think either of them could be controlled right now because they're both in like panic mode. Yeah. Okay, um, Darlene. Still like her. Still. Still rooting for her. Still, still rooting for to her like, to not get killed off. Yeah. Still still waiting for like her and Elliot to like put their family back together. Um, yeah, I'm there with that. Tyrell. I feel bad for him, man. Yeah, I do too. I mean he's in a bad he's in a bad spot. I mean everybody everybody's everybody's in a bad spot, but like not everybody <laughs> had their wife, you know, killed and son put in like a foster home or whatever and the guy who has control over that is clearly being a raging asshole yeah yeah i think uh on santi on a notice about santiago um do you think him calling his mom will give away his involvement like he kind of seemed to panic about maybe uh I yeah, I think that that entire plot line is there for a reason so the show is very efficient um like when you talk about efficient storytelling, uh, everything has a reason. It's like Chekhov's gun. Like if there's a gun in the, yeah. if you mention a gun in the first act, it's got to go it, off by it, the third it will act. Be, it'll be used at some point in, yeah. for something. Yeah. I, I, and this show is very, very good at efficient storytelling. So I feel like the only reason for that to be there is for it to come back in some way. Come back later. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I hate him, but you know. Ir- Irving? How do you feel about Irving? About Irving? Yeah. Uh, still good. Yeah. Still badass. He's still he's still quirky he's, character. Yeah, still like him. Uh, what about Price? Do you feel um, bad for him at all? Seeing everything fucking crumble out from under him? No, like, not really. I certainly don't. I don't. I feel I like he he's getting what he deserves. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> Um, what about Zhang slash White Rose? Uh, I don't know. Really, really, really good villain. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like in total control, like they're what you want out of a good villain. Just like in complete control, all of the, now all of the odds are stacked against the heroes. Like, yeah, it feels like a Bond villain that doesn't suck. Yeah, right? That doesn't suck, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what if they're not actually the same person? I see. I I thought this originally that they weren't actually the right. same. Right. Yeah. So did I. Like it was then, part of this split alternate reality or twins or. They. Yeah. Like I thought maybe twins, but then Dom said that he doesn't have a sister. So. Right. But alternate reality kind of shit. Like, what if really that was their no. their proof of that? Yeah. Okay. No. Um, no. all right. Out of La La Land here. Um, 
Dom? Still like Dom. Hope uh hope she figures shit out. Like she's she's on to something. I just wanted to get there. I like I want to see her join up the offensive. With, yeah. Yeah. Like I want like I, I know I don't we battle we lines to, really like, haven't been drawn yet, right? Yeah. There's still so no battle lines have been drawn. Yeah, there, there's still a whole lot of figuring out to do here. Yeah. But you can be you can infer some battle lines. So like what I really would like to see happen, and this isn't like a theory, like I don't typically like to go into th- theories, but what I would love to see happen is for her to like rebel against the FBI after realizing that it's like corrupted in a some corrupt point, institution. Yeah. And then like line up with Elliot and Darlene it's kinda, it to try feels and like, like like Chinese checkers, right? Everybody's playing for themselves, but at some point you can totally play off of what somebody else is doing to right. further your own goal. Right. Right. It's like that line from rounders, you know, it's like the nature channel. You don't see piranhas eating each other. Do you? <laughs> exactly. What? It's a great line. It is. Um, all right. So, uh, RAP Trent and Mobley don't really get to talk about them as characters. Anymore. Oh man. I'm so sad. I, I'm so like, it's crushed and heartbroken, especially like the look on their face I, on his face whenever it was happening. Yeah. I really thought that the season two credit bumper, like I really, really thought that they were going to have like this big role to play. In right. The finale, and they would come like, in as like the, like um, Gandalf in the two yeah, towers and just like <laughs> and just rolling just over like the hill. With, like, the some yeah. But uh, twas not to be. Um, Joey Badass Leon had a you know, I don't really care about his character in a development sense. Like I like him as an actor, um, but like I don't know, it doesn't really fit into the major story as a whole. They could have gotten anybody yeah. to play that role. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah, this is a good episode. I'm excited for next episode. We'll have to. Uh, We'll have to we'll have to see where all this stuff goes because like I I'm the last three episodes have got me super pumped up about what's about to happen. So yeah, next week recording will be a little interesting with you being traveled. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be back Friday evening, so I can watch okay. the episode Saturday morning probably, and we can record the same on our same schedule probably. Okay, cool. Um. So yeah. Um anyway, that's that's our episode this week. Uh do you have anything else to add? I think we've covered everything. That's everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Uh I was recently informed that it is not iTunes anymore. Um <laughs> RIP so... went the way <laughs> went the way. I mean iTunes I yeah, iTunes is is still a thing, but the podcast thing is now like branded Apple Podcasts. Oh, really? You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Play Music, uh, which is a weird thing, Google Podcasts, uh, and Stitcher. And you can follow us on Twitter at Bonsoircast. Um, as always, if you can leave a review uh, wherever you get this podcast, that would be excellent. Um, and as always, we will see you next week. Yep, see you next week. And iTunes is the worst piece of software ever invented. Maybe. All right. Uh, That's pretty good. So if you stuck around, stuck around a little bit, we do want to make sort of an announcement, kind of a call to action. If you listen to this show and you watch Mr. Robot, you probably care a lot about the internet. Um, and this week, as kind of a blindsided maneuver, um, 
Ajit Pai and the FCC had put forward their proposed rule changes for the internet, which would basically classify it, reclassify it as a Title I service, not a Title II service, and it would roll back a lot of internet protections that uh, were put in place by the previous administration. Um, there isn't a whole lot you can do to talk to the FCC, but what you can do is call your congressman and your senator and ask them. They can put pressure on the FCC um, to make these changes. So if you care about net neutrality, if you care about the internet being an open place for creators and for people to make content like this um, and not have to com compete uh, on both sides um, to get their content out um, and cut crazy deals, if you care about that, you should uh, go to Battle for the Net dot com uh they have a form that you can fill out um where they'll send to your congressman they also have a, a way for you to to call your congressman um this is really important and it's something that we we care an awful lot about and uh so if you can do that that would be excellent yeah i agree uh one of the things that i usually like to and you'll probably want to tell some other people about this so one of the things that i've told people is that there really are two kinds of people out there. There's the people that are completely for net neutrality, and there are people that aren't informed enough to know that they're for net neutrality. Um, anybody else just doesn't know about it, and they've kind of, you know, it's not in their daily lives, so they haven't heard the news for it, or they haven't taken the time to read about it. So a word from or, a friend. Yeah, or whatever. But Or they're lawyers for cable companies. That could also be a thing, but I'll say this: a word from a friend um, means more to someone as a "Hey, you should look at this" than almost anything to a lot of people. So, if you have someone yeah. that you know that yeah. you trust and you care about and uh, you value their opinion, and they think they would be for it, just urge them to take a look at um, Battle for the Net. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it is a really important issue. Um, it's it's kind of central to all, <laughs> to the entire internet. Anything you get on the internet is affected by it. Um, so yeah, go, go take a look, uh, call your congressman. Um, and again, we will see you next week. Bonsoir. Bonsoir.